0: Let's jump to a question here from Paul. And I think Paul, we answered your first question or your second question last month, which I was about or last week I should say, which is about whether we all trade the front month and I think uh, the answer to that was yes. But then you followed up with another question and that goes to a comment that we made in an earlier episode about um, in this case it was Moritz who has a uh, who works for a firm that is not considered as a CTA and therefore the AUM that he manages doesn't show up in the CTA uh, combined, the AUM, so to speak. And of course, what you're asking is, um, are, you know, what, to what extent do we think there's a lot of investors out there, be that pension funds or insurance companies or wh- whoever might have a lot of money under management, who utilizes trend following, yet the AUM does not show up in the trend following official $350 billion under management or so. Um, so, Moritz Jerry do you have any sense of how big the the true space is so to speak if you broaden out the the uh, definition a bit to include end investors using trend following in some way shape or form
1: well first of all i think i need to make a correction about the uh, the front month markets that'll be real quick there's there's one category of markets where i'm not necessarily trading the front month only, and those are the short-term interest rates. So something of course, like yeah. And things like that, sure. that may be, you know, three years out or something like that. Yeah, true. Very true. Um, Good point. So that's just one. And
0: that's general, not, not just you, uh, Moritz, of course. That is something well. general uh, in the CTA community that you, yeah. for when it comes to dollar, your ball, short sterling, et cetera, et cetera, you don't really trade the front month. Yes. It's too volatile. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Things like yeah.
1: that. So just uh, just to uh, to have that 100% clear. Yeah. Um, as far as the uh, internalization of trend following goes, mm, that that's happening. I mean, um, I've heard that certain pension funds, sovereign wealth funds, uh, they do that, um, um, and I I have no idea how to quantify that size. Yeah, unfortunately, I'd I'd like yeah. to know that myself. Sure,
0: but it's definitely out there, it, and and it's probably not. Yeah,
1: and it's probably not insignificant. Yeah. Um, and it's probably also safe to say that it's much larger than it used to be 10 years ago.
0: Yeah, because deep down, everybody's like, they're like um, hidden trend followers. They don't like trend following per se, but they they still do it, uh, which is kind of fun uh, in, in some respect. Any, any views on this, Jerry? I, have a, I have a
2: different view. I mean, at the same time, one of my purposes in life in this podcast is to promote... Trend following, I really dislike hearing about so many people trend following. It'd be better if there weren't so many. <laughs> uh, the Eckhart article, um, great article, genius man. Um, I was really happy that he, his average holding period is eight days. You know, he's. Yeah. I don't need someone that smart um, competing with me in the my ha- average holding period might be close to a year. So I was happy about that. And I'm always wondering, uh, when I hear about another great, a new great trader, uh, my first question is always, were well, they a long-term trend follower? And if the answer is no, I'm very happy about that. So I want people to like it. And I want that to uh, mean more AUM for the three of us, especially. But don't like it too much uh, and start doing it along with the three of us. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point, Jerry.